0: Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. Christians don't generally brag about their sins. Well, maybe a few of them. You probably have some stories from the past where your buddies still wonder how you ever survived. Now that's uh, that. Now that it's way in the past, and the Lord has done a redemptive work in you retelling a story like that might generate some good laughs. Hopefully when you tell a sin story though you've come a long way and you can alter it a little bit to bring glory to God and not glory to your sin. And then most of us have some sin stories that we don't brag about. We don't even want to talk about them. They're embarrassing or we've never fully shed the guilt or the shame in some cases. And then yet some of our sin stories are not from yesteryear. They're They're ongoing today, and they're not stories that we tell or boast about. No one's going to boast about how much they lust, or how often they're dishonest, or how unfairly they treated their spouse. But there is one exception to that general rule, and that's the sin of worry. We brag too much about worrying. How often have you heard or have you said, I stayed up all night worrying, I've worried over this for a month, I've worried myself to death? And we do it almost proudly because... We think worry indicates that we really care, and well, if you really care, you're going to worry. You know, worry is a part, a real part of life, and yes, if you care, you worry when someone or something that you care about is compromised, but worry should be an emotion that we enter into when something happens to provoke it, but it's not a place for the Christ follower to stay. We can't live in worry. And that's the key to understanding it and overcoming it. It is a natural and can be helpful emotion. But it's not a place that followers of Christ are to live. Listen to Jesus in Luke 12, verses 22 through 25. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put in. Life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? He goes on to say that God takes care of those who belong to him. A few verses later, he makes a promise. It's also stated in Matthew 6.33. And he says, instead of worry which doesn't accomplish anything except to make you miserable. He says in verse 31 of of that passage, but seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. That's Jesus' prescription for worry. When worry comes, accept it, but then stop it. Don't stay there. Turn the energy of your worry away from the situation and onto God, his kingdom, who he is, what he's done, what he's doing. And again, don't miss the promise. Jesus said, these things will be added to you. How much influence does worry have over you? Would you be willing to take Jesus up on this instruction for what to do and receive his promise for what he will do if you will handle worry his way? I want to pray that you will. Heavenly Father, help your son, your daughter to see your great promise here. It makes so much sense. Worry accomplishes nothing, we already know that, but you can do all things. May they turn their attention to you and your kingdom when worry strikes, and may they seek you and your kingdom, and receive your promise of providing all that they need. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.